Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in There's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All the band is on the field. We're going to get the We're going to get Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We're your hosts, Wits and Roz. The round table has really dwindled. It has gone down to just our number one fan. So that'll take away a great download. But we've got Jared Rubin. Joining us here on Memorial Day Monday. How are you doing, Rube? I'm doing great. How are the links this weekend? Hot take of the day is that Memorial Day is the best holiday of the year. The unofficial start to summer. And it's a great weekend. A lot of golf. A little rain, but not too bad. So, doing good. Wits, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Uh, It was great. And uh, ate a lot of food. Played some hoops. Hung outside a lot, so it was a it's a good weekend. It really feels like the COVID thing has gone by the wayside, especially for this holiday. I mean, the amount of people out and about—I'll be honest—I was at the beach all day yesterday, which was fantastic. Other than my left leg getting severely charred by the sun, um, but it's been a wild weekend. I saw a waterfall. I climbed mountains. I'm on the ocean front. It's been Memorial Day. I agree with you, Rube. It just is this like breath of fresh air that like oh we are through what is usually a tumultuous tumultuous year and now we've got the summer and i know we're not high schoolers anymore and we still have to work during the summer but there's a different feel about like working in the summer i mean it's way yeah. more pleasant so yeah it's a little it's a lot different for us on the in the midwest here you get sunshine all year round but when we're dealing with 40 degrees up until may 15th or whatever it is it's it's really nice to in the 80s and be able to get outside and just make life feel a little better yeah i agree you guys could use that with all the rain you've had and like you said your weather has not been great so hopefully only good weather from here on out um i guess the only sports thing to really talk about before we do this little bracket for you two is the phil mickelson phil mickelson versus tigers the matchup or whatever it's called the match i have no idea i didn't really pay attention rube you're probably the only person i know that watched it, so give us a little oh. bit what happened. Oh, did you watch it, Wits? The entire thing. Wow, did you uh, bet on Wits, it? So you, so did. you bet you bet did you win? There's no way you took them. <laughs> yeah. No. That, no. That, that stuff's not that's not worth betting on unless you take the underdog. There's no reason. Oh yeah. Playing almost two to one, it was like yeah. I'm taking it's the underdog. Coin, it's a coin flip really. How much do you dislike Tom Brady right now? Eh, not that much. I mean, he just didn't play very well. But I mean, it wasn't Tom Brady's fault that they lost. Like you knew that was going to come down to Tiger versus Phil. And Phil played like shit for the most of the day. So yeah, um, it was fun though. Good yeah. to see some competition. 
mm. whatever form it was. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. A lot better than last year's. I think it was good adding the other guys in there. Even though they weren't very good golfers, it just kind of added another layer in there. And I think, I don't know, it was pouring rain, which added a little bit of, I didn't really like that, but there's nothing you really can do about that. But I think the yeah. was a lot better. And I it was three, so. Yeah, one of the coolest parts, too, was hearing them. I filled it a lot more talking, I think, than Tiger about, like, golf. But, like, seeing them on the green talking through things, I was like, that was something you would never see in, like, a real tournament because, obviously, they're playing with their own caddies. But that was that was cool, like, having Phil read some putts for Brady. And I was just like, ah, it's something you yeah. probably never see before. Yeah, and Brady was rolling in a few of those long ones and right on Phil's line, so it's kind of... Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see how much like a caddy for some of these pros can make a difference. Like if I had a guy walking with me telling me exactly where to hit the ball all the time, it'd be a hell of a lot easier. Especially two world class golfers like Phil and Tiger. So, yeah. so a couple of those uh, shot tracers though looked like some of my balls. <laughs> Brady yeah. and Manny Brady straight right. <laughs> like turn off the tracer. <laughs> Don't need to see that. Who who had the upper hand, Brady or Manning? Like if. They were to do their own matchup and do a weekend, let's say, four four rounds. Who would come out on top? Is it a clear-cut favorite, or was Tom just off? I mean, I think Tom is a better golfer in general, but they were playing with handicaps, I think, right? They were getting Not some bad. strokes on some holes. They were getting the same amount of shots, but I think Manning is significantly better than Brady based on yesterday. I mean, maybe the rain has something to do with it. I don't know, but... Peyton was hitting some actually really good shots in there. He made a couple birdies. Man, Brady had that one shot that he drained yeah, from like was... 60, which, which was really good. But I think he hit maybe one ball in bounds in the first eight holes off the tee. He was not so, good. But yeah, I don't know who's actually better. I think Manning definitely played better. but It's hard to say. It was torrential downpour for half the round anyway, so it's kind of throw that out the window a little. Will there be ripped pants gate? Because of Tom Brady. I don't know. Yeah. No? That one didn't uh, land? Okay. Did he change did, it, did, did he change his pants? I didn't watch any of this. I just saw that he ripped his pants at one point. Uh, another one, don't know. Yeah, he, he threw on a pair of, he had, he threw on a pair of rain pants over it, so he looked like he was wearing some Tracy McGrady two thousand two pants out there. Okay. But. This is where Rube great analysis. This is why we sent you to the tournament. We actually paid for Rube's flight to the match he was one of the few yeah. spectators there and that's with why. that 70 those 75 dollars you guys have made yeah. off the show got yeah. me round trip to, to well Florida. you'd be surprised could right now <laughs> yeah you'd be surprised what i could get to fly round trip back to chicago from la um well sweet we talked a little bit of sports action which isn't usually a thing these days and uh it seems like we're moving closer to sports and the only reason that's important is because I don't care how these sports finish off hockey, basketball, because I miss March Madness, so I'm or I'm still disappointed about that. But if we have a positive outlook and we can get the NFL going, that will make up for such a horrible, horrible sports spring. Um, so we're moving forward here. I made a bracket since it's only Rube and Xander today, and I couldn't tolerate if Thomas was on the line for this bracket that I'm giving them. I'm going to just give it to you two. Uh, let me preface that Aaron Rodgers will finish his career as a Green Bay Packer, but I'm curious to hear what these two have to say. They are bumbling idiots from Chicago who have a very false sense of team when it comes to Chicago Bears, but we'll see what they end up choosing. I've got eight teams, 
eight potential suitors for Aaron Rodgers if he is to leave, which he won't. Um, we'll start up with the clear number one seed and these guys' favorite picks so far. We've got the Chicago Bears, who is a division rival, and we've, we've seen Brett Favre do this. We've seen other quarterbacks leave and want to face their team versus the Oakland Raiders, who I think is an underdog because the Raiders are known to stock quarterbacks, and John Gruden loves nothing more than having seven quarterbacks on his team, and putting Aaron Rodgers as one of them in the near future is very possible. Rube, I will start with you so I can not hear Xander right away. Who do you got? Um, I think for, for the sake, honestly, I think the Raiders, like, I do like the Bears rumor. I think it's all fun to, to talk the about. The Bears should not be the number one seed in this. Realistically, realistically, I think there's a better shot of him going to the Raiders than the Bears. I think Gruden, Gruden's kind of off his high horse over there and he could, he's kind of someone who could do whatever he wants, really. Um, and he likes to make big splashes, I think. So I don't, the Bears, I just. It would be fun, and it would piss you off to beyond belief. But I the Bears have no quarterback. A more yet. realistic so option. I I don't think it's more realistic in the sense that they went out and got Mariota, who is still young per se. I'm not saying his career is completely written off, but he's got two quarterbacks to work with with Mariota and Carr, and both of them I feel like are still work in progresses. I don't think he's going to go in and get a veteran if they were to do this. The Bears. Went and signed Nick Foles, who could only play one month of the entire year, and you have to get there first in order for him to play in it. And then you've got Mitch Trubisky, who is who he is and wasn't supposed to be a top five, top ten. Maybe, Great analysis. Maybe not a top two round pick. So the Bears actually need a quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers does hold grudges. We know this. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm putting you down as a Raider pick, but Wits, I'm curious to hear your take. I mean, I think the favorite between these two teams would definitely have to be the Raiders. Um, doesn't shoot down my hopes for the Bears. And I'm going to note that they should not be the one seed in this tournament bracket that you made. But pretty much all what Rube said, there's a much better chance that he goes to Las Vegas, especially with Gruden and, um, was it Mike, is it Mayock or Maycock? Mayock. <laughs> Mayock. Yeah, with them running the show, I, I mean, Gruden might not be there much longer if, they have another horrible season or two, so we'll see. But we're, I think we're looking at uh, not this next season, but the year after that Aaron Rodgers is on the move. So I would have definitely like to go with the Raiders there. All right, so the Raiders surprisingly beating the Bears. I felt like the two Chicago fans would want Aaron Rodgers or believe that their team had the best chance to get him. Anyways, we're going to stick with the division for the next matchup. It's the Vikings, who have pulled Brett Favre away from Green Bay once before. They could do it again with Rodgers. Kirk Cousins, we've seen him win one playoff game last year, albeit, but he has not been a very successful quarterback. Going up against a surprise pick of mine, the Dallas Cowboys, who still haven't worked out Dak's contract, who have seen Aaron Rodgers beat him down, have Mike McCarthy, where supposedly their ending wasn't as tumultuous as people thought, and look at all the wide receivers they have in Dallas. We've got the Cowboys versus the Vikings here. Winner will face the Raiders. I don't think either of these are have any chance. Um, I think the I think the Cowboys are going to sign Prescott and they're going to be all fine there. And I think Kirk Cousins is they're pretty pot committed there, and he actually had a pretty good year last year. He had that playoff win. I mean, getting them to the whatever divisional round last year. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah. 
that's pretty good. I mean, he, he's not bad, and they're paying him so much money. If I had to pick one, I guess I'd say the bike, but I don't think there's really much of a chance that he goes to either of those. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to sign Dak. I just don't. I don't see a Rogers marriage working out down there. Um, I have the same feeling as Rube does. If this, both these teams, I don't really see it. I mean, Kirk Cousins, say what you want about him, he probably had winning wise the best year of his career last year. That was a very good team, and they you know they got steamrolled by the 49ers, but pretty much everybody did in the playoffs on the NFC side. So. I picked the Vikings, but they're they're going out next round. So trying to go straight to a Raiders Super Bowl. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> we head to the other side. You brought up the 49ers. We're going to stay on the West Coast. We've got the 49ers, who have been most linked to Aaron Rodgers. They skipped him in the draft. This is his hometown team. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, there was even rumors and supposedly an offer for Brady to go to the 49ers this year. They clearly don't love Garoppolo as much as I think the public perceives they do. The 49ers are a hot spot, and then they're going to go up against the Chargers, who just drafted Justin Herbert, but the Chargers could use some veteran talent. Um, I'll let you guys decide. Yeah, I think this is. these are two options that are definitely have more of a chance, in my opinion. I think... Like, I do think the Niners like but don't love Garoppolo, and I think if there was a big name like Rodgers on the market, they could make a splash there. But I think the Chargers would be the slight favorite, in my opinion, just because they have a lot worse of a situation at quarterback right now, and I'm not sold on Justin Herbert by any means at this point. Um, And Rodgers is a West Coast guy, so I think there's a good chance of one of those. Um, also with Vegas going west, but I'll take the Chargers here by a little bit. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to go 49ers here. I don't think there's, my opinion, there's zero chance that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to a team that's just not very good, um, especially with only a couple years left to play. You know, the Chargers, they were okay for a while with Phillip Rivers, but especially going to that division, I just, I don't see, uh, I just don't see it happening. And if the 49ers, get that close again but can't get over the hump and win a Super Bowl, I think that'll even give more of an incentive, like, you know, let's go get one of the best quarterbacks out there. If Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't play very well in the playoffs, because they definitely have the defense and the supporting cast to win a Super Bowl, but it seems like all roads kind of lead to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who are going to be very good for the next few years. So I would definitely lean towards the 49ers here. I do think there's something to be said here, though, about going to the AFC versus the NFC. Like, the NFC, everyone's going to beat each other up there where, yeah, they are in the same division as Mahomes there, but outside of that, is there much there anymore? It's, I guess that remains to be seen, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess my main point would be, like, I, I don't see him going to, like, a crappy Chargers team. <laughs> yeah, they, they could surprise me. Yeah, I don't think they're that, I don't think they're that bad, though. Like, yeah, Rivers sucked last year, but. I think they've got some talent on defense, and Keenan Allen's obviously getting a little old, but he's still a pretty good receiver and running back. Who knows? But I don't know. I don't think they're as bad as their record was. Fair. I think their defense is very, very sound. But like you said, I think the what Austin Eckler is now going to be their pure number one. I mean, I 
I think it'll get interesting when we get into fantasy talks because he's going to be up there this year on the board. I mean, he had insane numbers, but I don't think he's that dynamic as of a back. And if you have all this time, you're, to you're an Austin him, Eckler hater. I don't know. I don't know how you can hate him, man. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he kicked your ass in the first round in the first week of last season. Like four yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, I did get the short end of the stick against him twice, especially when he wasn't even supposed to be in the lineup for the playoff one. But uh, I, you know what? I'm giving a small edge to the 49ers anyway. I'm doing the tiebreaker my, as myself. So the 49ers are going to move on. I don't even want to finish my sentiment about the Chargers because I'm a little rattled about how that went down just then. Um, we're moving on to the final matchup. When you're moving by the bolo, it's the playoff. Break, break, break down. What's your model? What's up, everybody? Hopefully you're all enjoying Roz being on the short end of the stick on this one. Not really a big fan of seeing where Aaron Rodgers will go, but I'm sure you can bet on it, and we're going to tell you where to bet on it, and that's betonline.ag. While you're waiting this out at home, you can still have fun betting with our partners and our best friends, betonline.ag. No NBA, no NHL, or MLB, but don't worry. BetOnline sells hundreds of game events and sports to wager on. NASCAR is back. If you're from the South, I'm sure you're loving and kicking that already. Madden, the NBA 2K simulations have been running up uh, a big tab. UFC, online casino with poker and blackjack where you can find Wits and I. Be sure to check out the final dance with the roundtable interview from ex-Chicago Bulls, Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, Craig Hodges, and Ron Harper as they discuss the Michael Jordan doc in full. There's still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. When you're moving by the bolo, it's the That I think is interesting because they, they were my other one seat on the other side. I've got the New England Patriots against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. This is... Contingent on Tom Brady not having a good year and seeing him right off into the sunset and they need another attempt and they go for the other number 12, Aaron Rodgers down in Tampa. So I've got the Patriots versus Buccaneers who clearly just exchanged Tom Brady. Yeah, I think this is Patriots. I don't think there's any chance the Bucs do that twice. It's kind of a one-time thing, I feel like. Can't go from one 40-year-old quarterback to the other. I guess you could, but... I think the Patriots is a. Re- I guess it could happen. I mean, you throw him back in there, and then they're right back at twelve and four every year, or whatever. However long Rodgers is there for, so I'll take uh, the Pats. Yeah, I, I don't know about these two teams. Like, I feel like there's a lot of other teams out there that might have more of a shot. But going off the point, the Bucks just signed Brady. I guess I have to lean towards the Patriots, but if Bill Belichick is still there. I just don't see him making that type of move to sign a guy like Rodgers. Um, it just kind of goes against his whole mantra. You know, the fact that Brady was there for so long, like he didn't go out and seek out another quarterback, but I, I just don't see him signing Rodgers for a big deal. Um, but out of the two teams, I'd have to lean towards the Patriots there. Before we head into the Final Four, I'll give you an opportunity for honorable mentions. Oh. Who would I leave oh. off? Because I don't think I left off anybody. These are all practical teams. The Rams, maybe? I thought about the Rams, but they're they're pretty sold on golf, not to mention they just paid golf. Yeah, but you can get out of contracts in the NFL a lot easier than other sports. And if he puts another shitty year together, Rodgers out there. I don't I know. Not much of a Rams supporter there. Which sounds like you had some other thoughts. 
I didn't really have any thoughts. It was just like Patriots bucks out of all the teams out there. Just didn't really fit. But I mean, maybe he could uh, go to the Giants, make my dream come true, and have a Super Bowl victory in New York. Jeez, that one would hurt. That would hurt a lot. <laughs> that's I mean, one of the, that's one of those where like the Packers have dropped a couple bad ones to the New York Giants that still haven't sat well with me. All right, moving on since now my heart's starting to get broken. Um, we've got the Raiders versus the Vikings in the uh, in the first matchup. Raiders. Raiders. All right, Raiders are headed there. I shouldn't have even asked. We've got Patriots versus 49ers. Niners. Niners. All right, we got the Niners moving on. And for the finale, we got John Gruden going up against the San Francisco 49ers. How do we see this one going? I got. I'll go with the Raiders here. Um, I just think Gruden's more likely to make a big splash than the Niners are, and the Niners are just because they're built on more of their defense, and I think they're already in a good spot already. Not that that means they won't sign him, but um, I'll go with the the Raiders here. This is this is very tough. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with the Niners. A uh, couple of reasons. I think how I see it playing out. I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but I think they're gonna be a very good team again. And this is kind of you know contingent on Jimmy Garoppolo being decent but not great, and them just being that one quarterback piece away from getting over the top. And I think you know they're just a better team. And if I'm Rogers, going to the Niners as opposed to the Raiders. I think I'd be willing to make that deal if I were him, you know, try to get one more Super Bowl. But the Niners win this year with Jimmy, then you can kind of throw that out the window. But if I had to pick between the two, I'd go with uh, San Francisco, especially because that's his hometown team. Wow. Is it very possible that there is no winner to this bracket? Because I don't know. I don't want to be down. the tiebreaker. And I honestly think he's going to finish with the Green Bay Packers. So with... A last-second add-on to the championship round, the team that Aaron Rodgers will finish his career with, the Green Bay Packers. The dictatorship now? Whatever you say. Well, you guys were unable to decide. So, at this point, the Packers will be the winner of today's bracket. I'm super excited that we all agreed upon the fact that there is no definitive answer to where he'll go because he'll be remaining in the green and gold and the beautiful north wisconsin air the green bay packers will hold on to their quarterback i'm very excited about that um you guys excited for the potential of sports coming back yeah i'm very excited but i've kind of learned like i'm not going to be excited until it's on the actual screen yeah we do have confirmed golf in two weeks and then i did hear another nba rumor today that they were going to take the top 16 teams regardless of conference and then just go from there into the playoffs, which I kind of like. Obviously, it would throw some historicals off, but I think that'd be kind of fun. I don't know what you guys think of that. What part of, like, what historicals would it throw off? Would it just well, get rid of some? There'd be no Eastern Conference champ or Western Conference champ or any of that stuff. But I don't really care that much about that. I just Ooh. think it'd be fun. Does that make it harder for LeBron, potentially? Well, he would be the probably what the two seed overall right now. The Bucks would be first. I think so. I think. Wow. I don't know. That would probably be a... much of a difference. But 
I think it's funny because I think because if LeBron was to win this year, people could once again make an argument that he won on an off year because the first one he won was that shortened season. Yeah, we could. The poor poor guy can't get a break. I mean, all he wants to do is be the best basketball player in the world, and he gets a shorted or an NBA shortage. He might be, but he might probably not the best of all time. I got to tell you, for the first time in a long time, and probably the only time, after watching that last dance, I don't think there's much of an argument right now, period. I think think Michael is just, Yeah. yeah. I don't either. I like I and I my argument was I mean, I never really got to see Michael play, but that series, which was directed by him, but I don't really care. It was awesome. And Magic Johnson I thought had a very good point. And he has I think maybe the best perspective to say this cuz he played against Michael. He has been an executive in the league for a long time, so he's seen LeBron play. Um and he said LeBron might be the best all-around player like best player of all time but he's not michael's the greatest player of all time and i was like that's very fair like lebron might be a better overall around player but he's not the greatest yeah i mean just the it it's and it's been said a lot even like when lebron wasn't winning and even when he finally began to win in miami there was just a different like my or mental state for michael where losing legitimately wasn't an answer and he would win at all costs. And he did at all costs. It's just way cooler. I mean, the, the whole last dance thing, Michael is on his own level. And in his uh, agent's the one who said it. Like, he doesn't think anybody should watch the game if they don't believe Michael isn't the greatest of all time. And what he did is... And to be honest, I do want to rebuke the argument that they would win eight in a row if he was there. I didn't remember that he actually came back the year before they won their next three-peat. Um... But they didn't win it that year. I know he wasn't in basketball shape per se, but I think I don't know if eight in a row would have been the outcome. It's hard to say. I mean, no one really knows for sure, but they were so dominant that next year that maybe it was well, he only played forty games and wasn't fully in basketball shape. But who knows? I think he's definitely the greatest of all time. Yeah. yeah. What I mean, a great documentary. Be- it, yeah, it, it was awesome. And I think, like, the, and I think I sent this to you guys, but the end of episode seven, when he starts tearing up at the end, I thought that was, like, the coolest part of the entire show was, like, his will to win was just, like, so empowering and overarching that he, like, literally started crying about it. Um, and it, I thought it was, just, it was so cool. He's like, you can think I'm an asshole, but, like, it just, I don't care. It was like, I only, I only wanted to win, and, like, he did that. Right, and with that, like, I don't care that, like, his teammates seem to be all pissed off about the documentary, and I don't give a shit, because without him, you don't get to be in a documentary. <laughs> right. You know, I, I don't know why all of them are so salty, and I thought, and me and my dad talked about it, one of the best teammate, like, focuses of the whole thing was the Steve Kerr stuff. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I yeah, mean, Steve Kerr did a lot for those teams. And, dude, he has won, I think he won six, five with Michael, three with the Spurs, and now three with the Warriors or something like that. He has racked them up pretty quickly. Yeah, I didn't realize that he went to the Spurs after and won a couple like that. 
Maybe two. That was sweet. Yeah. God, this guy's a winner wherever he goes. And for instance, like what people are mad about are that they don't think Michael's attitude was completely shown. But like Steve Kerr talked about getting punched by Michael Jordan and how that actually like brought them closer together. I don't know. I think there's a lot of boohooing right now. I don't think Scottie Pippen got the best look on this series, but I don't think they were lying about what was going on. I mean, it wasn't the best look, but the stuff that they brought up was like, you know, first of all, when he sat out during that game, I I never even heard of that story. But I mean, that was bullshit. That is that is (laughs) utter bullshit. And like, you know, regardless whether it was 20 years ago, it's like people like that was terrible. And then, you know, the thing with the surgery, it was like, uh, you can do whatever you want. But I mean, don't tell me that it wasn't a little selfish. Like, and obviously I'm not Scotty, but you know, they weren't people, we weren't lying and he still won six championships and still, you know, is in all these conversations because of Michael Jordan. Right. But Michael, I would, Michael has gone out and said that, that there isn't a him without Scotty, which might be true. I mean, Scotty is a top 50 player all time. And yeah. I think even, I don't, I don't know. I think Michael praised him just in the words he was saying. I don't know if the documentary showed him in the best light. And I totally agree that he got stiffed in terms of the amount of money he was getting paid. But yeah, yeah that he made some very selfish non-team decisions especially when the team isn't who pays you like your teammates can't give you more money your teammates can't make it like a more cushy situation that's all the gm and stuff and i can't believe he let down those guys who probably were in similar boats i do think it it paid him a little bit in a bad light but i didn't i don't think i fully realized how good he actually was and this did kind of show like how legit and he was probably a top five player in the NBA at that time or whatever it was. Um, and he was, and then severely underpaid. Um, and then Michael even was too, but, um, it also showed how good some of the teams were in the league. I mean, that magic team was sick. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that that Horace and Penny was Shaq on the same team. Penny Hardaway was, Penny Hardaway was one of the most underrated players, I feel like, of all time. Like He was a 6'7 point guard who could shoot and kind of do everything at that time. So, And that, and Pacers, team, that yeah. Pacers team was sick. That almost beat them. Yeah, they were. And Jazz, that, and Jazz too. too. Jazz that's had a stack like, team. And uh, a couple things I was reading after was, like, that's the big knock on Carl Malone, like, not being maybe a top – 15 or top 10 player was like him not winning a championship because of Michael. Well, I mean, neither did Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good son teams that they beat. Yeah. Michael took a lot of championships away from a lot of people because I think Elijah only got one and he could. I think two, right? Didn't they win both? Did they go back to back? back? Yeah. Okay. So you got the two. But besides him, though, like, who else? Like obviously, the Jazz never got one. The Pacers never yeah, never got Pacers. one. The um, Knicks with Ewing. The Knicks, yeah. yeah the Knicks. Ewing got screwed. Yeah, I mean, say the the Pistons got their couple, and then eventually yeah. lost. You know, they still got it. The Pistons um, were like a weird bridge from like the Larry Magic days to Michael, and nobody gives yeah. a shit about the Pistons because everybody hates those teams. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that, that was interesting, the Isaiah Thomas storylines and all that. But And I thought one of the other cool things was just how big of a personality like Michael Jordan developed on a world stage, like even before any social media. It was like, I don't think there's going to be anybody ever again who just kind of revolutionizes sport and just like a style and a brand like he did. That I didn't realize how big it was, but it was it was crazy. Yeah, you can make the argument that he's still the most popular player in the NBA, and he has been retired for 20 years. Yeah, I think you I'm, definitely could. I don't disagree with that. Um, can you imagine if there was social media when there? I mean, he made the NBA. That's the other part. I'm very big on people being transcendent and like actually improving a situation. Like the reason why Brett Favre and Reggie White are so important to the Packers is because without them, that franchise might be moving somewhere else. And without Michael, I mean, David Stern's got to love Michael Jordan. And it put to rest all the gambling, like, theories on why he missed two years. Like, you would not want to get rid of Michael Jordan for anything. This guy made the NBA a multi-billion dollar entity. It's insane how much it grew through him. And there there was amazing talent before him. But Michael was just, it took it global. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was quite a sight, and it makes me wish I was like ten years older, so I could have appreciated it more. But the documentary was sweet. It was great. It was like the only. It was the only thing keeping sports kind of relevant, to be honest. Now the Lance Armstrong thing, which I could almost not care about, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I might watch it, but obviously not the same as the other one. It's it shows somebody who worked their ass off for everything they had. And somebody who had to inject a needle in their tush, as Xander would say, to get what they had. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Lance Armstrong was awfully good. And I don't know the full story, but obviously he, he was not very happy with the documentary when it came out. So it's going to tell probably both sides of what happened to him. But He's already come like out and it. said he's not happy about it? Yeah, he didn't like it. That's what I read. Really? Well, it's mm-hmm. going to talk about all the the good and the bad, and there was a lot of there was a lot of bad. <laughs> it's a lot of bad. That's his whole legacy is all bad. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't for a while, but yeah, it wasn't. But whatever. Don't really care as much. The Bulls thing was awesome. Fair. Yeah. All right. Closing thoughts, Rube. How we uh, how we closing off this Memorial Day edition of the opening line? Um. I'm just happy to have nice weather again. Uh, sports are maybe coming back soon. I don't think there's anything happening the next week, but we got golf around the corner, maybe baseball and basketball at the end of the month, end of next month, but we'll see. Who knows? Wits. Uh, happy Memorial Day. Thank you to all the people who have served. Um, yeah, that's my closing thought for the day. Perfect. And thank you guys for listening. This is the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. Thank you to all who have served. And uh, I hope everyone has a magnificent rest of their Memorial Day and had a fantastic weekend. We'll catch you on the flippity flip with more people at the round table next week. Have a great week, everybody. Peace. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get none. Get none, you'll get absolutely nothing. Every time I get the breath.
listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube